Kasane, I'll intro the beers. Okay. Or you'll, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll intro and yep. then talk about my beer. You talk about your beer. We get rolling. Okay, we're live now. All right. Hello and welcome to a very special coronavirus pod edition. Of Quarantine. What's that? Quarantine. Quarantine edition. Exactly. Of Romancing Our Stones. Your male survival guide to pop culture and media your girl will drag you to. The reason why it's a special quarantine episode is that Matt and I are each in our respective quarantine zones. Pods, if you will. Pods, if you will. Because what show are we going to be embarking on for the next couple episodes in this new series? We are going into a four-episode special of Love is Blind on Netflix. Um, where, of course, the contestants debate the topic and disprove or prove in the social experiment if love truly is blind. Now, we try to replicate as much as possible. The quarantine from the coronavirus helps, since Alex is at his own house pod, and I'm in my own pod here, but uh, I do get to see his beautiful face as I talk to him, so I know I'm already in love. Yes. Yes. The, the magical screen in front of me, though, while I'm talking to you. I hope that's okay. That's fine by me. All right. Fantastic. Well, uh, let's start with, so we're actually going to be drinking two different beers today. Believe it or not. What are you drinking? I am drinking uh, from Breckenridge Brewery here in Colorado, Hot Peak IPA. Just their standard IPA. It's a uh, 6.5% alcohol by volume, 12 ounces. It's uh, it's aromatic with notes of citrus and pine. What about you? Uh, I'm also going to be trying something from Breckenridge Brewery, our friends over there. Uh, this one is a little bit, uh, special. It's called Resolution. It's in a blueberry acai golden ale. Looking at a three and a half ABV, though. I don't know if I'm a big fan of that, but if it tastes good, I'm a fan. Well, Alex, so, we, we know how big of a drinker you are, so, you know, yeah. that makes sense to me. I get white girl wasted pretty fast. <laughs> We'll get into that later in the show, but uh, cheers, bud. Let's do it. Cheers, bud. One clink. Let's try this. Yeah. What do you think? It's kind of like a LaCroix. Is it really? Yeah. It's very watery, but like a hint of like blueberry. I don't really get a whole lot of sigh in there. It is only 98 calories, though, so it's probably kind of like blood white. So. Well, that makes it delicious. You have 17 of those, and you'll be getting a buzz, baby. Yeah, I might have to go back up, and while you go on a rant, I'll run upstairs and grab uh, some my fridge. There you go, bud. So, you know, we, we, we <clears throat> I kind of am relieved after not having to um, talk about The Bachelor anymore. But, um, you know, yeah. I was thinking to myself today, you know, like, with this quarantine and not going to work and kind of isolating ourselves. And, you know, in Colorado, we just lost our ability to go to bars and restaurants. Um, you know, it would be better if, well, I came up with a joke and it would be better for my joke. If the coronavirus was spread via, you know, intercourse and the slogan, the slogan for, uh, for the coronavirus that's, you know, sexually transmitted would be quarantine your ween. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that that's a real missed opportunity, Wuhan. Quarantine um, your peen. <laughs> there you go. Quarantine your peen. So, uh, you know, obviously I've been thinking about all the important stuff today. But, um, you know, this show is basically establishing an emotional connection with someone before you even see them and ask them to marry them. You know, Lauren 
demonstrates very quickly. She said, I need you to love me when my saggy boobs are on the ground. Um, so let's figure out if we have an emotional connection to carry us through that. So I think that's the best. Tra- I love Lauren, by the way. Lauren's the favorite. best. Lauren's the best. I like her a lot, too. Yeah. Um, hosted by Nick Lachey, because apparently every Backstreet Boy and member of NSYNC was busy. Or they're actually like going back on tour and, and stuff. Elsewhere. So uh, poor Nick's from 90 Degrees has got to figure out something to keep his money hot. So uh, do you think you when know. you when... Hey, hey, I think I think they jumped in the right category. Look, look what The Bachelor did right in the Bachelorette series. Hey, this could be this could be a big deal. It could be a big deal. It was filmed a year and a half ago, which is kind of hard to believe. Yeah. But do you think when he pitched it to his wife, he was like, it's the hardest thing we'll ever have to do. <laughs> I don't know. Do I people, wonder if I wonder if he pitched it as a song. That'd actually be brilliant if he did. Do you think people remember ninety eight degrees songs or do they think that I'm just crazy? I don't know. I'm trying to think of I mean, now that you sing it, I remember I remember that one. What was their main one they got super big off of? Um I do cherish you. No, that was a good one too, but for the rest like, of my life. There's this like spicy, it's like a spicy like Latino, Latina type of like. Oh yeah. What's, what's that one called? I keep thinking of Bailamos, but that's not. <laughs> that's the Ricky Iglesias. Give me one more night. One more night. Una noche. That was was that it? Well, yeah, that one. I don't know. Google us. Prove us. Yeah, super banger. Um. <laughs> so, um, they're disconnected from the world. They're going to spend 10 days in the pods, then four weeks to their wedding day. Um, you know, they they have no phones, no nothing, and they are basically trying to figure out if they'll be loved for who they are. They're in a house in Atlanta that, um, goodness gracious, the expense to build that complex with two separate wings and that big section in the middle filled with pods that, yeah. will, could, that has no resale value. No. Has to be. It's definitely a warehouse. Like an old, like, Kmart or, like, Something like that that they basically just was gutted and they said, you know what, we can build here because it's super cheap because nobody's gonna buy this right now. And it's, it's Atlanta. It's crazy. I, I I was kind of shocked by. It. I'm also crazy and wondering what their overhead crane budget is because they have so many shots of the top of the pods where they're looking through these glass you know partitions. Oh, you know, you know, they did like one little flyby or maybe two, and then covered each each of them as they're seeing each other, and they just re- they'll just reload those the whole. Th- I'm, I'm hoping for a big overhead crane budget myself, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Um, well, you know, you got to this podcast up and loaded. Follow, <laughs> like, tweet, tell your friends, tell your tell your parents. We need some followers. Oh, so we need to do, we got to talk about this too, Alex. And since we're, we're talking now, what do you think about having another contest for the, for the wedding and reunion portion of uh, Love is Blind? We get another guest host on here. I'm down. But we need to change change the rules a little bit. I think that if you send us a picture on, um, uh, I almost said LinkedIn, um, on Twitter or Instagram <laughs> of you yeah. submitting a, a rating for the show, whether you think it's a five-star rating, which we hope we're delivering, or any rating you feel is uh, acceptable, uh, we'll, we'll throw you into a hat to be a guest host on the um, on the final show. Do you like that? One star in the end. Oh, you kind of, 
All right, so Alex is on FaceTime, so he cut out. He made a funny joke, but we didn't hear it. So we'll say it again. Oh, shoot. I said, what if we get somebody that only rates a one star and they end up winning? We pick them out of the hat. Well, I that think then, an awkward conversation. I think it'll be like talking to our haters all day. So I think we're fine with that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Flex that muscle again. So what do you think? Do you think this this premise of the show is, is strong? Do you think it's a better way to find love than The Bachelor? I got I got two sides to it. Part of me says yes because it wasn't too long ago. Like my great grandfather met his wife the day of the day they got married. The day they got married. It was an arranged Greek wedding. So and they they died together. Like they died you know, married. Well did and you do you know statistically for, arranged marriage do better than free will right marriages i mean statistically arranged marriages have a better chance of success yeah yeah and i i mean and that's why I, from hearing some of these people like barnett and who was it uh damien like when they said it's like hey if i do like this is it if i like when i propose this is it there's no going back like i'm not you know that like there's there seems to be a little bit of gravitas behind it and I mean that's kind of how it was beforehand. Like I yeah. said, back back in the you know hell back in the twenties. I mean it wasn't that long ago. Um, you know that that you know our our society's changed pretty rapidly in a little amount of time when it comes to marriage. And uh, so that part of me is is optimistic. Part of me that's not is I feel like they do kind of. It's cool that they have this like magical you know frozen two wall in front of uh, <laughs> in front of each other. But, yeah. My, my 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 vibe there is uh it, it kind of adds a little bit of romance to it you know what i'm saying yeah i, I mean i get it i mean having it's good easy com- to get excited about somebody yeah i think so and i think looks play a huge portion of it but i also think that and i think we need to be realistic that if that okay if, another scene i didn't understand the, the the show is that before they introduce each other they have them in a circle with a silhouette like so you can see the outline of their body, but you can't see them. Neither contestant sees that. So why do they do that? Yeah, because both are for, cin- for cinematic effect. It's all production, baby. I know, but both of, both of, both the <laughs> contestants are looking at a, a screen, and no one's looking at the silhouettes but us. So you know, and we've been watching this person converse the entire time, and uh, you know, so that's one thing. But I think that. If someone connects emotionally, then all of a sudden they're super not attracted to the person that that's behind the circle. I don't think they fake it from then on. So I don't know how. I mean, the sh- everyone that's cast on the show is good looking. Yeah, for the for most, most part. For the most part. I, I feel like, and the one thing that, that I kind of bothered me too is that they have these segments where, like, I'll see somebody at the corner of like, uh, you know, like the 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 men's suite or the women's suite. I'm like, who's she? Like, you never see some of these these girls. For sure. There's a dude that's in there. I think his name is Kirk. And he's literally like the group therapist to all yeah. the main he's characters. Chris Harrison of, and of the group. Literally, this guy is fantastic. And I have known nothing about this guy except that he talks. Nobody likes him, though. He talks, every, like him. he talks everyone off a ledge is all he does. <laughs> so, Kirk, if you're listening, we like you. Yeah. Um, Kirk, you're our homeboy. But yeah, and then there's there's a girl too that like she's in a couple scenes here and there, but like she just she's in I, like in the first two and a half episodes, which are all pods, is what we're covering today. I saw her like maybe three times. Yeah, I'm like, well, who's this? 
Well, there's there's people that are like, you know, I'm out here to find my king because I'm a queen. You know. Diamond, right? It was Diamond. No, that wasn't Diamond. That was just a random girl. And I, it's like, this is why you're not being featured past you know, the first five minutes of the show is because people don't talk like that. It's like, she's great until she opens her mouth. Like, <laughs> there's probably some other but guys like that. Even still, there's a character named Carlton that I don't like. Um, he's a guy too. Once he opens his mouth, like, and I can't it has nothing. It has nothing to do with you know his choices in life. It has everything to do with how big of a narcissist he is. I mean, no, but yeah, he's, he even talks about how he like he knows himself well enough to know where he's insecure. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything to change it. I mean, he's like they can't see how fly I am. They can't see my good looks and like you know like I I I, I, I it's not all about you, bud. Mm-hmm. You know. And he, he hits it off with Diamond, and Diamond made me laugh a ton because, um, A, she's funny, but B, she's also like, my mom didn't name me Diamond for a reason, for no reason. And it's like, I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, my parents didn't name me Matt for any reason other than what it meant in, 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 in uh, Hebrew. Um, you know, I don't know what Diamond, what, what foresight her mom had to name her Diamond or I, I can only imagine her like elementary school teachers being like, "Oh my god, this poor girl." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she's got to put up with with who's who's the guy? Is that oh, it's Barnett who goes like, "Oh, it's like a stripper name," and it's like, dude, like she and then she's like, "I'm dying," because like everybody says, that. "I'm like," and yet you just said earlier, like my mom didn't name me Diamond for reasons. Like, well, she should have known the kind of flack you were gonna get growing up. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean. I, she could be a diamond in the rough, but I'm not sure. And to be fair, Amber's named after an element as well. So, um, not an That's element, true. but a, a natural occurring phenomenon. So, can't be too hard tree on her. Yeah. Tree ooze. <laughs> She's the main <laughs> part of Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've got to I've got to talk about Carlton just a little bit. Let's talk about even it. as we get on towards the end of the, these two and a half episodes here, I love, like, he's still, like, he, he, what does he say? He goes, I always, I was always wanting a supermodel or some, you know, beautiful woman. He goes, but now I need to focus on what's important. And I'm like, oh, well, lucky you. Like, I, I'm just kind of like, this guy, I've waited this for my entire life and I cannot wait any longer. That's what he says to Diamond before he proposes to her. I'm like, so this is still all about you. Exactly. And he's like, you know, I want a woman because I want a woman to bring me love and affection that a man doesn't. It's it, all take. There's it's no like give. there's no self sacrifice. No, it's it's like he wears her condoms inside out, so he gets all the pleasures, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> to, to be fair to you, though, was it uh, uh, Damien? His proposal was the worst. What was that? The worst thing in the world. I'm the gift. He says I'm the gift. He literally says I'm the gift. He and did, I'm like, I had a hard time <laughs> following it linearly. He's like, I I have a bow around my my wrist. I am the gift. was gonna go was like i was gonna put a box with all the things that like from all the places i've been and like my adventures that i've been on where i thought he was gonna go was but you'll notice that the box is empty that's because i want to fill that box with future adventures with you no and i want to start our adventure together like that's that's like my mind was going right down the alley and he took a hard left on i here i have a bow on my wrist i'm the present i'm the gift I'm like wait what Where's the box thing? Why is the box here? uh, That one threw me off too, but I'm just kind of, okay, all right, I'm going to see how this goes. I haven't written off Damien yet. Carlton's close, and he's... 
Okay, you're, you're kind of breaking up. You're not on the Damien train, but you yet, but you're off the Carlton train. He's on. He's on my bubble. Yeah, I mean, he's craving expen- craving acceptance. Carlton is, but Damien, Damien was saying like all these cliches that I think that he felt were what you know. And Giannina drank, ate it up. But he's like, I'm looking for someone to walk by my side, not walking, not me walking in front of them. It's like. Okay, are you in Disneyland or are you talking about with chores? Like, what's this walking scenario you're are talking about? Are we on a about? subway? Like, are we, cr- are we in a crowded area? Like, what's going on? <laughs> We're literally, what, the, what does that even mean? I want someone walking by my side. It's like, I get the partnership side of it, but then all of a sudden he's like, I don't want to be walking in front. I mean. He doesn't, and I think he was placating to her because I like she, like, she stopped his proposal to propose to him. I kind of like that. I thought it was funny because he he was he was pooping bricks. Oh, she had him shook. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think I think I think he got that vibe from her earlier on, and so that was his way of saying like I don't want to assume traditional like relationship roles, gender roles in our marriage. I want us to be a team and be equals. Yeah, I think is like kind of where I think he was going with that. I think that's I think that's part of it too. But I mean, Giannino, I thought I was impressed by I. I I, I have to be honest with the listeners. I've seen this all the way through, so I know how it ends. So I'm trying to compartmentalize what I know and what I've seen. Um, and, and I haven't. So you're you're able to kind of experience this firsthand through me, again, going through it for the first time. So. But she she appears genuine in these, commer- in these commercials, in these episodes, unlike a lot of different people in here. Um, you know, and, and speaking of Diamond, as I'm going through my notes... Uh, I found another funny quote that yeah. she said. She said that, um, where is it? It said that uh, a, a ladybug landed on my mirror today. <laughs> we quoted the same thing. I love it. I think it was my dad. <laughs> so so she knows Carlton's the right person because a ladybug landed on her mirror. Yep. I, I had Damon sees a ladybug, and that means that her dad was with her today, and that, that means everything's going to be okay. Yep. I, I, I believe it. Let me tell you. Um, so another, another couple that, you know, doesn't have a lot of drama attached to it were Cameron and Lauren. And we already said Lauren's one of our favorites. Um, and, uh, you know, Cameron is super boring for lack of a better word. I mean, he's like a scientist engineer. He's going to be very like type A yet very like. Spectrum-y. But he's kind of, like, he's, he's like, as the diligent scientist I am, I was excited to join this competi- this situation. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like, I, I don't know why he's uh, approaching it like that. And, um, you know, I like Lauren. Lauren's funny. You know, there's some person that, you know, like said, like, I can tell you're African-American. She's like, how do you think I'm, why do you think I'm black? Like, this is her best, you know, white girl voice which is really funny but um i'll give cameron credit is that he actually knows what he wants unlike peter like we've watched the entire last bachelor season and he, he was able to articulate it to lauren yes yeah i should put sentences together and, and they're not ultra uh you know uh they're not summaries of, uh, you know, that he's not over overly placating to just generalities like Peter. Yeah, he's not Captain Platitude, uh, which which is refreshing a little bit. Peter and me grew up in this circumstance because Lauren said that she likes hugs from behind. 
Oh, I wrote that down. Uh, where is it? <laughs> what is it? It's like you had to have caught that. Tell me you caught that. I caught that. It makes me feel small when I'm hugged from behind. And, yep. and he says, you don't look like a scientist. Well, what does a scientist look like? Well, lab coats, glasses, <laughs> beakers. I think that, uh, you know, and then she tells him, don't worry, my breasts look good. Um, so, I mean, this is the first couple conversations that they have. But he said, hugs from behind make me feel small. And I wrote that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I thought it was, uh, I, I, I liked, I, again, I just think she's sassy. I love her. She's, she's great. And it, it really so, helps. It really helps that she's beautiful because, you know, I, I'm sure Cameron was really happy when the things opened up and saw her because she's a very, sure. she's a very beautiful woman. I'm sure. So, uh, so yeah, the, the couple I want to talk about, uh, you know, just kind of wrap up the show. I want your opinion. I think, I think honestly, it'll kind of dictate kind of stones. And this is going to be um, this love triangle that's kind of developing between that Jessica, Amber, and Chelsea girls too. So like, there's all three of them, and like I thought, I thought like Jessica up front, she got off well with Mark. They were hitting it off. They're both from Chicago. They're Cubs fans. They're Bears fans. Yeah. And I always laugh when people are like, where are you from? I'm, I like how people are like, I'm from two hours outside of one city. I'm two hours outside of, of Illinois or Chicago. You know, like, you know, I always, I don't understand that at all. It's like, name your town and then, then go bigger. So, yeah, like, that's where I think it's, uh, I, I, I think it's funny how people can be in similar geographic regions, even though they might be like two or three or four hours apart from each other. And all of a sudden, like that's somehow a bridge of connection, right? They're like, "Oh, like we're the same." Yeah. It's like, no, you guys have completely different lifestyles. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, we went to the same school, and they're our rivals, so we hate them. Yay. Yeah. Let's date. But I think that it's good to talk about Barnett because I think Barnett's a central figure. Figure. I think he's also no prize with his Hawaiian shirts and his really uh, <clears throat> laid down uh, attitude. I mean, he's he literally looks like he's half assing. His whole, this whole thing, but these, he kind of does. These girls he proposes in cowboy boots that have like, we have, did you notice the like the the green the ones? Heels are like the actual boot, it's like yeah. green and like it's like tie dye or something. Well, I did, I didn't understand why people were dressing up to propose in the pods when they can't see you anyway. I I don't understand that either. Uh, I, I'm guessing that they, they're obviously producers are saying like, hey, you got to dress up for this one. Okay. Right, and like I guess like the, you know people are expecting a yeah. proposal. I'm get I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a question mark for the episode too. Yeah, for sure. And and so there's Jessica and Mark, and Mark is this sweet little puppy who just wants to uh, try this girl's Italian beef, and uh, which is Jessica. There's a ten year age guy. God bless his soul. God bless his soul. He carries around a guitar that's three times the size of him. Um, and I never hear him play it. No, never once, and you won't. Sorry, spoiler alert. You won't hear him play it. Shit. Come um, on, man. <laughs> but, I mean, he's... he's. I, I like him because I think he's authentic, and I think that he says what he means, and he means what he says, but Jessica literally can't get over the fact that he's 10 years younger than her, but Barnett, who she's super obsessed with as well, is seven years younger than her. I was he's got, like, three years on him, so it's like, all right, well, wait, what's the difference here? Like, he... He can't have that much more life experience. I'm sorry. No, like, it, but I think it's all 
perception. And, you know, this whole time Jessica's like, what would our friends think? What are, what our family think? And then like all of a sudden she's, she says, you know, I don't care about anything. I love this guy, but he's 10 years younger than I am. It's like the insecurity keeps bubbling up. Um, yeah. But Barnett says, go ahead. Jessica oscillates between being realistic and being unrealistic because I think I do think I do think the ten year gap is a real deal, but kind of like we talked about with the Bachelor when Maddie accepted that rose, you have to not worry about it after a certain point if you're going to pursue this person. Like if it's really a deal breaker, then don't don't lead him on to the point of an engagement. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true, but. You know, I love the I love the relationship between uh, Barnett and Amber too. When and Barnett describing her as someone that scares me, like I love yep. that. I think that's so funny, and she's she seems like the most real, down to earth, but not putting up with any shit type of person on this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no, she seems very real. She seems like she's one of the boys too. Which I mean, if you're a tank mechanic, like, and you served in the army, like, you've got to be one of the boys to begin with. One of the boys for sure, but I mean, seeing her get super vulnerable about her her decision to end a pregnancy, I thought that was extremely cool to see. I mean, Elsie, who was the other person Barnett was in the triangle, or I guess the rhombus, the love rhombus that uh, Barnett was in, um, you know, she didn't really show many characteristics that, that set her apart, really, in the whole thing. Yeah, it, it, I, she's one of my favorites outside of Lauren, just because again they actually they're, they're they just seem more adjusted than the rest of the, the rest of the girls. I feel like at least from what the producers kind of led on to. But Amber is definitely kind of a front runner. She seems just very she seems very cool. But I mean, as the show goes on, we're going to see kind of how you know now that Barnett's proposed to her. I mean, he was cool. he was he was on the fence. Yeah, I mean, he really had to break up with Jessica, and I'll see like within probably. Eight, 12 hours of, of proposing to uh, to Amber, and, they, and obviously they all know they all signed up for that. But I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm not gonna say I'm not rooting for him at all. I am rooting for him because I think they're both actually probably like they're, they're the same level. They're the same like. They just, I think they go the same. They go the same speed. Yeah, and I think I don't know if it's editing or what because I don't know. You know, if he was really that neck and neck and neck with all those three girls, but um, I thought yeah. it, I thought because you look at what his conversation with Jessica, which he completely twists and turns into something insane, um, is that he said if there was no guys here and no girls here, I would totally propose to you tomorrow, and she took that as an I'm the only person here for you, and I'm going to propose to you. He's that's not what he said. He said that you know, mm-hmm. given that I wasn't talking to you know, 11 other girls, then I would totally propose to you. So she dumps yep. Mark and poor Mark and Mark's what the fuck really made me happy. Just in the sense that, you know, he's like, you make me feel like I'm an, I'm an option. 
you know, and you know, and, and he stood up for himself. Exactly what he is. And and when Barnett dumps her, um, she comes back. She's like, babe, 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 babe. He tricked me, babe. He totally deceived me, babe. Seems so, so. Gosh, I'm desperate. It's manipulative. It's manipulative. And desperate. what it is. Because all of a sudden, she's like, well, crap. He was a good dude. And and again, I think that... I told my wife this, I was watching this, because she's already seen it, too. If, if he had been a six-foot-two Antonio Banderas-looking motherfucker... <laughs> <laughs> probably they they would probably be living happily ever after too. Oh, a thousand percent. And I just feel like I don't know. I feel like and I, although I shouldn't say that because she doesn't even. I, mean, I guess now that he, you know they end up, he ends up proposing to her, which I still think is a huge mistake. Yeah. But I feel like I don't know. I just don't. I just don't see it playing out well because I think I like you said she's got some tendencies where I think she does care more about like oh does he sound cool like she seems more superficial than i, I don't think love is blind for her i'll say that much well no she said well, she, show, i don't see love is blind she even said love is blind i'm marrying a 24 year old so she immediately brings up her insecurity with him mm-hmm. you know in her in her saying that love is blind and now so we're at the 30 minute mark so um you know i loved how barnett told amber i'm gonna make you the most stressed out person in the world I thought that was, I thought that was pretty funny. It's real, it's yeah. funny, but it's real. And there's a couple we didn't even mention, which is uh, Kelly and Kenny, but they didn't really share anything that. Um, I don't know much about them yet. I just know they're, they're they got engaged. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I wrote down apparently a little bit of crying takes makes somebody want to marry you if you're a male. So, yeah, get emotional, I guess. Exactly. And I also I also didn't like how Jessica when she got dumped by Burnett Barnett Burnett Barnett Burnett, something about vodka. Um uh she's like, I don't fuck with people like you. I'm not having this conversation. Then she runs over to Amber and says that, um, you know, he starts talking trash. Starts talking trash. And then Mark talked trash to Barnett for Jessica's behalf, saying, like, you know what you did to her. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, this girl's manipulating the whole situation to try and. Well, and, and to be fair, Barnett was just telling her that he was conflicted. He wasn't like, yeah, I'm kind of done with you. I'm not feeling it. I'm feeling the other girl. Like, he didn't say that. Yeah. You know, he was, he was telling her, he was like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I. I've got three girls that 